Hello world, it's your brother Silent Sam. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. Well, for one, it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So welcome back to another episode of the Silent Conversations podcast. It's your brother Wes, creatively known as Silent Sound, and we're tapping in with another conversation on self-development. Today, we have one of my good friends, Nani, in the building. Hey. So she's going to tap in with us today, give her perspective. We're going to have, we're going to do a little bit different today. Usually, I'm on here by myself, kind of just giving my perspective, giving my research that I had. Um, But this time, we're going to actually bring someone else. We're going to build on the conversation. So how are you feeling today, Nani? I am feeling abundantly blessed. Thank you for having me. I love to hear it. I love to hear it. I'm doing well as well. So as we know. The Silent Conversations podcast is a self-development podcast. It's centered around personal growth. It's centered around sharing positive uh, energy, positive thoughts, positive information, but mainly about sharing perspectives. Um, so let's just let's just kind of jump into it. So as far as your you concerned in, in in your time on life or in this planet, what does self-development mean to you? Very good question. Um. If I had to define self-development, I just think that it is, overall, bottom line, is unlocking your potential. That's how I look at self-development. Like, there are some things that I've been schooled on in the public education system. There's also some things that I've been schooled on in life. And when I look at the cumulative of both, I've just search for this central theme, and it's always been about gaining the necessary knowledge and tools and resources that I need to unlock my potential that will be required for my next level. Mm. So when I think about self-development, there's so many different angles to tackle it, but overall, I think it's about freeing that next level of Nani. Right, right, okay. Do you believe that self-development has a destination or is it more so like a continuous, endless loop? Well, I think because self-development falls in the realm of learning, right? Mm-hmm. Whether we learn ourselves, which is top priority, or we learn ourselves situationally. Like, how am I when I'm faced with different situations? How am I when I'm faced with different opportunities? So... I truly believe that self-development, of course, there's an end goal, right? Mm-hmm. You want to be the best version of yourself you can be. But I honestly feel that self-development is going to be forever. Mm-hmm. It's infinite. It's continuous. Because if you stop learning, you stop growing. That's a fact. And who's going to put it in to growth? No matter how uncomfortable it is, right? Who's going to put it into growth? Who wants to say, hey, I've mastered all of these skills, right? Right, right. And now I'm ready to stop. Never. Mm-hmm. Not a true learner. Not someone that's that's passionate and truly connected to growth. Like, you'll never want to stop learning. Mm. And it happens 
consciously and unconsciously, right? Like we're always placed in those situations to forever be the student. I agree. I agree. So you unpacked a lot with with that. So <laughs> to back up a little bit. So you say that there's there is an end goal, which is to be the best version of yourself. But yet that goal is a moving target. Right? It is. So you're constantly becoming a better version of yourself throughout your self development journey. For you, when did your self development journey start? Like when did you become intentional about developing yourself? Hmm. I think the key word here is intentional, right? Because mm-hmm. I've, I've always been developing, mm-hmm. whether I, I was tapped in or I was conscious of it or not. I'm always developing. But I feel like if we're speaking intentionally, the catalyst for this had to be after I ended like my longest relationship ever. Mm-hmm. Okay. How and long was that relationship? Six years. Okay. And once that was over, I died. Mm. Like, a part of me died. I mean, I spent six years with this person, right? right? Like, we're connected. Like, we're together in each other's spaces all the time. We've lived together for years at this point. Mm-hmm. And I got way too comfortable with fading into the background. So when that was over, so was I. So was who I was in that relationship and just also as who I was individually. Right. But that became the catalyst of it because it didn't end the best way. And I was at the bottom. But the best part about being at the bottom is you could only look up. Right. So right. I told myself, it's time to get up. I don't care what it looks like. It's time to get up. Okay. And that just was that critical moment where you just shift. And you're like, I think, honestly, it's going to vary for everybody. Mm-hmm. But I think that it, it's almost like an alarm, Right. Like, you are just living, breathing, you're walking, you're in your everyday life, but it's something that goes off inside of you that you cannot snooze, you cannot (laughs) muffle that sound, it just keeps calling to you. So, different situations, I believe, will activate Mm -hmm. that alarm for different people, but it just kind of went off, and I'm just like, oh, okay, here we go. Now it's time, right? (laughs) I agree with that 100%. I definitely believe that everyone has um, an awakening moment when they realize that they want to take their life into their own hands and say, I'm no longer going to let things just happen. I'm going to start making things happen. Make, If anything, make things happen or make myself happen Correct. versus kind of allowing myself to be. So I kind of agree. I agree 100% with what you're saying on that. So with that being said, what would you say prior to you intentionally self-development what skills did you say you or what qualities would you say you brought over to your journey while you're uh, intentionally developing that you may have haphazardly I guess we could say acquired so what do you always keep in your development bag that you may not have knew you had or you know you know you have it now because you're more intentional about what you're doing but you're looking and reflecting so what would you say has been the most important tool in your bag I think the most important tool that I learned one, to reiterate, because I was in a relationship during that time, right? Mm-hmm. So it also made me pay more of attention about my self-development as it relates to my existing relationships. Okay. And I say that because as I continue to grow, as I continue to change and just become more of me, mm-hmm. the faces kind of change too, right? Right. Like it gets... 
you get in a state of isolation, whether it's due to your circumstances or it's just due to you feeling, hey, let me be selfish on this one because it's about me. Mm-hmm. But the faces changed. I am somebody that used to hold on to relationships like a dog with a bone, okay, <laughs> because I love hard. Mm-hmm. So if I love you, like, I'm fighting with you and for you, but not right. against you. Right. Um, so as I started to develop, and it, it, it was the smallest of things. It could just be like, I'm not that girl anymore, mm-hmm. so I can't hang in those places anymore. Mm-hmm. But there were certain people in my circle that felt home in those places. Mm. They felt very comfortable in those places. But I just knew I couldn't be there anymore. So the train stops, we let them off, mm-hmm. and then we keep going. Right. Um, and that was that was really critical because we build these relationships based on strong, strong emotions. And when you're connected to people or when you're tied to people, whether genuinely tied to people or just tied to people because of what they can do for you Mm. or how they make you feel, Mm -hmm. it gets very challenging to let those people go on your journey. It's almost like, you know, the historical battle of the mind versus the heart, right? Mm -hmm. So when I put my feelings aside because the length of a relationship gives you a lot, Mm -hmm. right? Whether I've been rocking with somebody for 30 days or 30 years, you just have this tie to them. So as I begin to develop, I always keep in the forefront of my mind not to shy myself away or to intentionally build a guard with me making connections with people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've always kept it in the forefront of my mind like, hey. If you're not noticing who they are right now past the representative that they're presenting you with, that person will come. Mm-hmm. That person is going to reveal in due time. So be prepared for it because you know what you're hanging up to do. Like you're right. intentional about your pursuit of being better. Right. This person may not understand that. This person may not have had the alarm mm-hmm. go off yet. So when they can't understand where you're going because they simply can't relate, don't take it personal. Mm-hmm. Just push. Okay. I like, that. I like that answer. I like that answer. So as you talk, I begin to think of other things that, that lead into other, I guess you could say rabbit holes that we can go down. <laughs> but So you bring up people not necessarily having, having their awakening having their alarm go off but yet you're tied to them in some sort of way we whether it's a trauma bond whether it's a soul tie whether it's we've just been around each other long enough so it's like we just tied to each other we're connected in some sort work pleasure whatever it may be with that being said what would you say is the hardest part about letting go of that tie in order for the betterment of you? What would you say is the hardest part about doing that? I think the hardest part with my development and letting go of certain bonds is the fact that they don't see my light. Mm. I think that is the truly the hardest part. And not to like be ostentatious or to like toot my own horn, but I know that the person that I am and the heart that I have, I come with a certain level of a light, right? right. Um, look at our relationship. Mm-hmm. Me and you have instantly connected and it's those type of relationships where I know like this is my soulmate like he's part of my tribe like I understand that now but that 
came along with development, helping you recognize certain relationships and the validity, the mm. value of those relationships. So one of the things that the Bible says is be the salt and light, right? Mm-hmm. So when I think about being the light, um, because I struggle with trying to force the alarms to go off in people. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, self-development is the bomb, but it's also hell, Right. Like, sometimes it's one of the hardest things to do. Um, And, you know, not to go too far down the rabbit hole, (laughs) but, you know, like, when you get into, like, shadow work and stuff like that. So that was the one thing that I really, really struggled with is because they couldn't see my light. Like, hey, I'm over here going through it, get my ass kicked during Mm self-development, but I'm still getting up and I'm still going. And I want you to look at me. I want to be a living, breathing, walking example mm-hmm. of what growth looks like, right? Mm-hmm. I can't force people to see my light. And that was a part of the transition because a part of my self-development was learning certain gifts that I have. Mm-hmm. I have not found them all, so please don't ask me. <laughs> Say that for another episode, right? <laughs> look, I've seen, I seen your little wheels turn. I'm like, damn it. Um, but it is realizing certain gifts, Mm -hmm. like the exposure to certain situations bring forth what your gifts are. Mm -hmm. And so when I was talking about self-development, because I can attack my self-development from three angles, physical, spiritual, and mental, right? Okay. So as I started to develop and I'm looking at these relationships, one of my gifts is service. Mm. I have come to realize that I'm the happiest when I'm doing something for someone. Mm -hmm. I just want to be of some type of resource. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to be of some type of help to somebody. That is my payday. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel good helping people. Whether it's with, like, some of the smallest of things. Like, hey, you want me to teach you how to do something? Mm -hmm. Because I learned, let me save you the drama. Here it is. Or it's like, hey... um, I could teach you how to make my famous shrimp Tuscan pasta, right? So I'm always, I'm always feeling, I just feel so good when I help people, right? So it kind of ties it all back together with that was the most devastating thing to walk. The more that you walk in your purpose, the more that your light shines, right? Right. So you're giving light to those dark places. You're giving light and being potentially a source of inspiration Mm -hmm. to other people that have not found their way out of the darkness. So here I am going through hell in my self-journey, in my Mm self-development, and I'm like within earshot of these people, and they don't see the light. Mm -hmm. And I'm like ringing all these damn bells and I'm like girl here's another gym here's a gym boy mm-hmm. like listen here mm-hmm. we are mm-hmm. like I can see it clearly because I'm on the outside but that was the hardest for them mm-hmm. not to be able to see your light and I'm just like right. then that just means this was temporary mm. this was temporary like so not to cut you off but to, to stay on that particular subject do you believe that you may already be showing them the way, but you necessarily telling them, hey, this is the way maybe what slows up their progression towards it. That is very true. I feel like here's another struggle, right? Mm-hmm. 
perception versus reality. <laughs> Please don't start because I heard the episode it's a, it's and it was whole, damn it's good. A, it's a whole thing. But yeah. we're not going to do that right now. <laughs> perception versus reality, right? Is perception reality? For a lot of people, it is, right? But the way in my mind I perceived that I was the light wasn't the reality for everybody else, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so when I say that this is temporary, that's all it was. It was temporary, okay. right? right? Like, you take take a match, a matchstick, right? Mm-hmm. And you had to, like, strike it against the box. Mm-hmm. Say you strike it once. You see that little spark, so you know that the flame that you're looking for is very possible mm-hmm. because you've evidenced it at this point. Correct. But it's not enough. You need to do a little bit more to get that flame. Mm-hmm. So we're going to strike it again with a little bit more effort, a little bit more force, Correct. and then boom, Correct. we have the flame. For some people, I was the first strike. Mm. And that's what I had to learn. Like, hey, your light may not be this um, illusion of grandeur, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it may not be the Christ consciousness flowing through your body, mm-hmm. or it may not be you know, all these horns and trumpets in a parade with all these flashing lights. It may just be like, hey, I met Nani. I met her where she was. I met her in what she was, right? Mm -hmm. And now she's passing along. So now I'm at a critical point in my life. Maybe something happened or something is approaching or maybe I have a big decision to make, right? Mm -hmm. Now I'm referring back to, well, damn, Nani was there too. So let me strike a little harder this time. Mm. Let me push a little bit more this time to get that desired outcome. Correct. So your light can illuminate bright, like hot white intensity of a thousand suns. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or it could just be a little flick of light. Mm -hmm. It depends because maybe some people need different strengths, different variations of Mm -hmm. that light. But Mm -hmm. that also helped me to understand like, even if they don't credit you, even if they don't say, hey, Nani, you kind of got me started. <laughs> right. You inspired these mo- You inspired them. Correct. Correct. That's how, that's, it's, it's, it's kind of one of those things that at the end of the day, it's not even about getting the credit. Because in all actuality, the credit always goes back to the universe. Because without the universe, we don't even get the opportunity to shed light on somebody. Conspiring in your favor. Correct. Correct. So. So I agree. I it, agree. It's 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 like this gift basket of blessings <laughs> on your self development. I'm just like, right. Return this to sender mm-hmm. because I don't know if I'm prepared. Correct. But Correct. if you get ready, you ain't got to stay ready, right? That's the the rule of thumb for everything. Right. Well, if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready, but. Yeah. That's how it comes. Right, right, right. And proper planning prevents poor performance. Period. So at the end of the day, it's kind of it's 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 a revolving door. Yes. So you know, like just to kind of touch on what you say, perception is reality. It exactly is that. Correct. It literally is how you perceive it is exactly the way it is, and Correct. no one can really change that until you change your perspective. You build your reality through that perception lens. Mm-hmm. If you've only been taught or seen that the sun is yellow and that the sky is blue that's that's your frame of reference that's your reality correct so to an individual that said oh i didn't did some more research or i've been introduced or exposed to a different thing they say oh well sometimes it's purple sometimes it's red sometimes right. it's clear seeing past your own limited beliefs correct. which i feel like you're gonna ask a question so i will hold off on that but it is coming down mm-hmm. the pike 
<laughs> it, 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 we, I mean, we have, you know, unlimited questions. I feel like life is in itself is a question. It is. And self-development is finding the answer. Correct. So that's that's pretty much where it leads me. You know, from 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 there, it kind of takes me to the darker side of self-development. Because like Oof. you said, it's self-development is a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. But it has an ugly backside you could say because you see the outer appearance like oh i can become a greater person but you actually have to kill the old person to become that though (sighs) and in that process you got to say am i really ready to kill who i think i am to become who i'm supposed to be you know so with that being said what would you say is the worst self-development advice that you've received i will break this down well i've seen received a ton (laughs) Of bad advice when it do. when it's when it's comes to <laughs> self development, right? But one of the worst self development advice that I received was learn from successful people. Mm. Shocking, right? Because mm-hmm. we 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 spread this nonsense. Mm. It's BS, right? Correct. And the reason why it was the worst advice that I had been given is because number one. Their story is theirs. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. Their story is theirs, right? So when I'm coming to someone, or if I was to utilize that advice of learn from successful people, right? I'm only learning success in their area. I'm not learning success as a whole. Mm. I'm not. I don't have a holistic view. Correct. If. If I go and I hit one of my friends up, right, he's done amazing at his nine to five, and he's a car salesman. Mm -hmm. If I look at his success, I'll damn near be able to sell you a lemon when I'm done with that conversation, right? Right, right. But I did what the advice told me to. Mm -hmm. Learn success from successful people. Mm -hmm. But they don't really dissect that enough. So Mm -hmm. part one... Their success is theirs. Mm-hmm. So if you are only taking success from successful people, you're getting a limited view. Correct. Part two. Mm-hmm. They can only tell me how they did it. They can't right. tell me how I am supposed to do it. So it's bias from the gate. Correct. Mm-hmm. So prime example, I I started my nine to five in call center mm-hmm. in 2011 and I looked at the more seasoned people there because I, I like to say they hired me off the street I had no experience mm-hmm. in that realm financial right. services I had no clue but I was trained and I figured out the rest right mm-hmm. so we have this thing where it's like the copy and paste method like if you see your cube mate doing something and it works copy and paste right correct if if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Correct. It did not work for me. Mm-hmm. It did not work for me. And a part of that, to tie it all together, is because I was placed there to find a different way. Mm-hmm. So now my method becomes the copy and paste, mm-hmm. not theirs. The new standard. Yes. So not necessarily to throw any amount of shade on what those people had done because it worked for them. Right. They were successful. Mm-hmm. But I did what the advice told me to do. I was trying to learn from successful Correct. people. Correct. And that copy and paste did not work for mm. me. 
until I actually started to be who I was on the phone with these customers. Right. I was who I was, mm-hmm. and that worked for me. Mm-hmm. Being genuine, being someone that my customers could relate to, Correct. that worked for me. Correct. And now that's an underlying standard in the enterprise. Correct. So when I think about the worst advice, sure, you can get inspiration from successful people. Like, mm-hmm. hey, while my friends were out partying, I was in here tinkering with this motherboard trying to make it the new processing chip. Or like, hey, when my friends went off to vacation, I kind of saved my money and decided, mm, I'm going to go invest in a wash bowl set because I, I'm into cosmetology and new lashes and mm-hmm. lipsticks and stuff for my clients. Mm-hmm. So you can... If I could change that advice, I would say look at the habits of those successful people. But I wouldn't necessarily say Mm -hmm. copy and paste because your success is yours and theirs is theirs, right? You may not get to see the advantages that they had. Right. It's without context. Right. You're working with this pile of clay. They're working with that pile of clay, right? right? right. So you mold this and you make it as successful as you want to, but you have to do the work. Correct. Because that kind of goes on a very small tangent. When you do the copy and paste method, that only furthers the narrative that the world lacks originals. Correct. (laughs) What if you, doing it the copy and paste method, you're limiting your own possibilities right because you're trying to stick to a formula that was not made for you correct so that that takes me to so you know we live in a sound bite era mm-hmm. so you know they have reels and snap stories and mm-hmm. this that and the third so it, I, I think of the clip with jay-z says everyone mimics the end result they only want to do the dunk they don't want to do the push-ups they won't want to do Correct. the working out all night long, working Correct. on your legs. They don't want to do everything that Correct. leads up. They look at Kobe and they say, I want to be like Kobe. But they don't want to be in the gym for 80 to 90 hours Correct. a week without, you know, without, without thinking about, oh, I want to go to the club tonight. That socialization. But you want to be Kobe and you want to go to the club. So Correct. how can you do that? Now Correct. you can, and that's the, the so I'll play, I'll play angel's advocate to what you're saying. So, yeah, we can, we can study successful people but we have to study them with context like you like you said you we can't just look at successful people see what they've done and say well i'm going to open me up a burger shop and i'm going to start and put an m on it and i'm going to call it mcdonald's and then i'm just going to be the next big burger machine you got to put it within context are they just a burger company or are they into something else what else support what else are they doing but you can't just look at what you see Perception is reality. Correct. Right? So if you believe things are literally copy and paste, your lifestyle will mimic copy and pasting, Correct. which is why you will always be on the treadmill. Correct. You'll always be on the hamster wheel because you've been duplicating the same patterns that everyone else has been doing. So you'll Correct. never stand out. Right. So that, that, I like the way you brought that up. So with that being said, <laughs> so we spoke about the worst advice you've ever received. What will be the best self-development advice you've received? I'm going to break this down into approximately five bullets. Okay. Bullet number one, set a plan. Mm. And 
I'm breaking them down into five bullets, but this is not the order in which you need to execute them. Okay. These are just five key things. Mm-hmm. Bullet number one, set a plan. Get you a real pen, a real piece of paper, write down a real goal, and watch shit get real. Okay. Okay. That's how it worked for me. Mm-hmm. And you of all people are my witness to it. Facts. With my business right. that I'm in the process of launching. Mm-hmm. I had no clue how to do it. I just knew that the idea came to me. And I researched. I bought me a journal. I wrote down all my formulas for my skincare products. Mm-hmm. I tested them out. I failed. I tested it again. I failed. Mm-hmm. I got the hard criticism. And now those pages are filling up. Right. My business inventory is filling up. Mm-hmm. These labels are being created. Right. The LLC is established. So right. is the bank account. And I have a tax ID mm-hmm. and a Dun & Bradstreet number now. Mm-hmm. I have a logo and I have a domain to my website. Mm-hmm. It got real really quickly. As soon as that pen hit that paper. It really did happen <laughs> that way. I promise y'all. Right. It really happened that way. Right? Mm-hmm. So set a plan. Right? It doesn't need to be polished. Because mine wasn't. Mm -hmm. I literally just had a wall of sticky notes because I'm the type of person that once that creative spark hits, it goes. Mm -hmm. And before that spark burns out, I need to know and I need to record everything that comes my way because Mm -hmm. as I further go down this journey, I may need to pull that sticky note. Right. So set a plan. Mm -hmm. Number two, don't rush. And I am a hypocrite for telling you this. I am. (laughs) I am not a patient woman by far, Mm -hmm. but Mm self-development. I've been working on my patient. I've been putting myself into, and this refers back to when I break down my Mm self-development. This is the third one, the mental aspect of it, right? right? Which is the most challenging for me. Do not rush. Don't compare yourself because maybe these people had a lot more time. Maybe they had more resources. Maybe they had more help, right? Right, right. But at the end of the day, it is you and you and you and you only. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't rush. It's going to happen when it needs to happen. And one thing I know for certain is the more that you continue to devote your focus to what it is that you want, things happen quickly. Some things don't happen that quickly. Mm-hmm. But just because you may have said, like for me, I said, hey, I want to launch my business by the summertime, right? Mm -hmm. Then a detour hit. And now it's, what are we, in October? Mm -hmm. And I still haven't launched. Mm -hmm. But I'm more confident now than what I would have been had July come. Mm -hmm. I didn't have everything I needed. But I was just so eager to put these products out here so I could get my money back that right. invested in my business. It right. don't work that way. Right. Do not rush. Your timetable is going to vary. You're going to have so many finished dates. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to tell you to procrastinate either. But be reasonable with yourself. Mm-hmm. And your expectations. 
well, we don't like to use the word expectation. So be reasonable with your standards <laughs> right, because right, those right. don't change. Or reasonable with your goals. Correct. You know, uh, I think, you know, not to take you away from what you're mm-hmm. saying, Go but ahead. be reasonable with your goals and, and make them something that you can attain. Correct. But don't let it be impossible. So Correct. Always have that stat, that staircase. You know what I mean. Which goes back to bullet one: your plan. Your plan. Yep. You need to have those actionable items, those actionable steps, and don't rush. Get it, whatever it is that you're working on. Get into a place where you are fully satisfied with it. You have analyzed it. You have evaluated it. You've, even if you have to change some things, do not rush mm-hmm. because whatever it is that you're working on. Is going to be worthwhile, mm-hmm. so it's going to take some time. Mm-hmm. Bullet three goes back to the mental aspect of self-journey. No negative thoughts. Mm. There has been so many times where I talked myself out of plenty of things, and I was left with a bucket full of what-ifs. Right. We can't do that. Right. So you're going to get... It's about to get deep, so mm-hmm. hold on. I'm ready. I'm ready. Got my seatbelt on. I'm ready. (laughs) So when it comes to negative thoughts, one, you have to control those within. Mm -hmm. You have an inner voice, and you probably just heard it right now as soon as I say inner voice, right? (laughs) That inner voice may persuade you to go left, right, wherever. You have to be in control. You have to understand where you are and what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You have to be in a position where your mind is stronger each and every time. Mm-hmm. It's going to come in waves, but no mm-hmm. negative thoughts. Because as soon as you can be like, oh, well, I want to start a business, but what if it fail? Here I come whispering in your ear, but what if it doesn't? What if this is the multi-million dollar Correct. business? Oh, the market is so saturated. Everybody's doing it. But you haven't done it yet. And maybe they're waiting on you. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Right. And another portion of the negative thoughts is be careful who you share your thoughts with. <laughs> be careful. Because one of the things that I realized with me trying to launch my business, so many people tried to talk fear into my plan. <laughs> And I had to tell them yeah. to get the hell up out my way. They love to do it. Right. They will talk fear into your plan like, girl, you done invested $3,000 in your business already. And, you know, you still have your own personal debt. You're not making money. But I will. Because I believe in myself. And I believe in my product. Right. And when it comes to me, baby, I'm a step mm-hmm. behind myself. Mm-hmm. So be careful of those people that try to talk fear into your plan. hmm it's not always going to be a happy path. Mm-mm. Sometimes the negative thoughts are just going to be thrown in there to test you, right? Mm-hmm. But you have to be bigger than those. Right. So when you lying in bed at night and you probably rehearsing tomorrow or rehearsing and analyzing what happened that day, mm-hmm. do not let fear step in. Do not let the fear of the what ifs, the fear of the reactions, mm-hmm. don't let the fear of failure stop you from doing what you have to do because it's fear. And fear right. is originated in the mind, not the emotions. The solution. You create the fear. Correct. If you tell yourself, I'm terrified of snakes, and you keep that thought on your mind, it's now 
engraved there. Mm -hmm. And now you have actually created a fear. Correct. But with the same method, what if you could create success the same way? What if you told yourself that you are a successful business owner? What if you have surrounded yourself and conducted yourself as if you are already a successful business owner? Then boom, you created the successful business owner just with a simple switch of your thoughts. Mm -hmm. So, bullet number four. Follow your passion. Mm. Sometimes your passion isn't what the societal view of passion is. Mm -hmm. They make it seem so happy path, what I like to call it, sunshine and rainbows, but it is not always that. So I am passionate about people, even though some instances I really don't like people, but I'm passionate about helping people. And I have gotten my ass spanked. From the lengths that I would go to help people. Mm -hmm. But it's still my passion even though I got hurt in the process. Because that's where I feel good. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. So you have to determine what your passion is and to follow just that. Mm -hmm. So my business is skincare. Of all the ways I can help people, why the hell did I pick skincare? (laughs) I have no clue, right. but it came to me and I have not been able to let it go, mm-hmm. which leads me to believe that you're on the right path, right? For sure, for sure. It is uncomfortable sometimes when I watch quote unquote competitors, people already in the market and I'm watching YouTube about how they did it, right? Mm-hmm. Because I took the advice of follow successful people Correct. and I see them posting their Spotify sales of 50000 a month off of same skincare items that I have, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. But I chose to follow my passion. I chose to do it my way because that bought them success. Mm-hmm. But I'm passionate about doing it a certain way, a certain look, a certain feel, certain ingredients. Mm-hmm. I followed my passion because I'm like, yeah, I could take the cheat route mm-hmm. and get the diluted oils, mm-hmm. But no, I'm going to have to spend my bread because I'm passionate about this working for someone the way that I advertise it. I'm passionate about the integrity of my brand. Correct. So, yeah, I didn't launch in July because I didn't do it the way that I guess people thought I should do it. Mm -hmm. But I followed my passion in the way that I wanted to do it. And I'm a passionate person, Mm -hmm. period, Mm -hmm. just at my core. Mm -hmm. So everything I do has that tenacity, that fire behind it. Correct. Never let go of that. Follow your passion. Like when it hits you and you're passionate about something, keep going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And bullet number five. <laughs> Do not limit yourself mm. when it comes to self-development. And I say that because, as we mentioned earlier, a lot of people think that self-development is done with this polished formula, and it's not. Mm -mm. Self-development pretty much comes from within, and when I disciplined myself to, okay, well, I talked with my counselor, my counselor said do this, Mm -hmm. or I talked with my advisors, Mm -hmm. and they said do this. It did not work. It did not work. And I'm not saying that it may not work for others, but for me, it did not work. Right. Um, Because I limited myself. 
and I limited myself in my resources. Mm. So self-help doesn't mean that I have to go see this life coach or do this or or the other, right? Especially when it comes to the black community. Mm, we okay. take the biggest hit with self-development um, because historically we were conditioned to be dependent mm. while in reality others were dependent on us and our gifts and our labor. Correct. So... When I started thinking about self-development and limiting myself, I had to understand, well, what resources do I have? At that point, I wasn't really surrounded by the best of people, Mm -hmm. so I had to do it myself. Mm -hmm. I actually went to Barnes & Nobles and started researching self-help books. Mm -hmm. One of my favorites, um, the five agreements, well, the four agreements, and then you buy the fifth one, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And it's some ground-shaking work that... um, Miguel has done. So don't stick to someone else's formula. You can go buy books. If you want to learn to meditate, go set out to learn how to meditate. Mm -hmm. If you want to have a a self-development of physically lose weight, find a meal plan that works for you Mm -hmm. because your body is different. Mm -hmm. The ones that's published online may not work for you. Mm -hmm. Living testament of that as well. Mm -hmm. If you have a self-help goal of like, Hey, I want to become a better public speaker, do the research, practice in Mm -hmm. the mirror, record yourself, Play it back. Listen to it. Whatever it is that you want to do, you have the resources available to you. You don't have to do it the the way that people have put in this quote-unquote polished Mm -hmm. equation. Mm -hmm. Step one, do this. Mm -mm. It doesn't always work that way. Correct. Correct. And also, finally, there may be non-traditional ways to self-development, right? 100%. Absolutely, right? (laughs) I think most of it is. So what if you don't want to read a book, right? What if you actually want to get your friends, take a plane to Chile, go visit the shaman in the mountains, and get you some aguayasca, right? Mm -hmm. You can still do that too. Right. So don't let anyone tell you that you have to do something a certain way when it comes to your self-development, right? Absolutely. The only thing that you have to do is it. You have to do it. Correct. But the way in which you do it is solely dependent upon you, mm-hmm. where you're at in your journey, what it is that you truly want to do, and also how bad you want it. That's going to determine right. a really large portion of Correct. this of this situation. Mm-hmm. So, I, yeah, I think that was that was beautiful how you summed that up. I think, um, I mean, you hit on so many points in that. So it just, you know, for me, as I hear things, it triggers me to want to go down you know, certain pathways, but you summed up everything very well. I think everyone will be able to digest that very well as well. So definitely make sure y'all, you know, if you need to, rewind it, listen to them five points again. Again, all of them tie to each other. And when I see it, there is a circle. It's not necessarily a list of things to do. You right. will always have to go back to the other. As you make a plan and you start to do things, as you start to remove negative thoughts, you have to go back to the plan again. 
You right. got to go back. You know, you got to go back to re- reevaluating yourself. Right. You got to go back to looking at all of these things constantly because development is a constant thing. Right. You're 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 learning even when you're not trying to learn. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's something that which is why I'm so passionate about learning. Like I've been in this last year, I've I've always post on Instagram if you've seen it. I've purchased more books this year than I've bought clothes. And probably almost getting close to food. You know what I mean? Like going and literally buying food. And you brought food. me down that damn rabbit hole with you. I, and, it, it, and that's why it is what it is. <laughs> it you know, is it's contagious. contagious. It's, yes. It's contagious. Because it's, like you said before, like your passion is helping people. I have the same passion as well. I believe my purpose is just to continue to open minds up to other things. Correct. To continue to show people who they truly are to themselves. Um, I feel like it's my purpose. And that's what this platform is here to share perspectives because there's always somebody. There's over 8.1 billion people on the planet. Everybody has somebody they can connect to. Correct. Regardless of the language that we speak, regardless of what we look like, we all have individuals that are around us that we may not know that are going through something similar. Right. Who has been through something similar. Who's about about to go through something similar. So us having a platform continuing or starting and continuing conversations that are about things that are personal to us, putting them on a public platform allows it to be broadcasted out to individuals so everyone can understand that we're not alone in this development journey. I can't develop if you don't develop. But that goes back to my point, be the salt and light, right? Correct. The light gives you the way. Like Mm -hmm. the light sends up that flare against the mm-hmm. 8.1 billion people let you know like hey i'm here mm-hmm. this is what i'm going through mm-hmm. if you want to learn mm-hmm. take a look inside mm-hmm. right but the salt salt is the enhancement but also the preservation right oh, yes indeed yes indeed so how do we preserve the light you have to keep going and Absolutely. that's the preservation is also I'm not going to be able to go forever, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we die okay. every day. How can you go forever? Thanks. I physically <laughs> I physically cannot go forever, right? Because mm-hmm. my soul already speaks that I'm ancient, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Lord, we about to send these people. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't, don't want to get into the stuff we, we, we did we, in Cali, but... We're we're going to go down that rabbit hole, but what we're going to do is we're going to make that an episode itself. Yes, we'll make it that is. a conversation, but so we can speak in brief all, because it's a part of spiritual look, development. For all intents and purposes right now, y'all, <laughs> um, you know, you feel connected the, the same way you and I are, right? Mm-hmm. Like we just feel connected, period. Um, so when you think about preservation, you raise up more people so that they can activate their light correct and this is the this is immediately what i think about even with people with suicidal thoughts mm-hmm. or suicide um suicide ideation right mm-hmm. i i think to myself like damn we're about to lose some light we need your light mm-hmm. like it's it's almost like in the bible right and don't quote me because i'm not the best at reading the bible right who um, is because I, I, I have a, a list of things that I'm concerned about. <laughs> but in the Bible, um, from one perspective, Jesus really just wasn't out of nowhere. 
He didn't just come out of nowhere, Correct. right? Correct. Um, obviously, because God already had it in his mind what he was going to do, right? Mm-hmm. However, there were people before him in order for his moment to happen. Absolutely. Whether, please don't make me lie. Whatever his lineage you was, got Moses. He, you got all types of right, roles that were, right. you know, Solomon they, had to do this. David had to do everybody this. Everybody had a role. Mary had to be this in order for Jesus to be that, Correct. right? Correct. And that's the way that I think about being the light. Mm. I'm like, hey, well, who was the light for me? Right. Now, who can I be the light for? Correct. And I think about, um, you ever had like a bright light as a kid? Yeah, like a nightlight. Yes. Mm-hmm. No, bright light, the, the game where you take the little um, LED pieces and you plug oh, yeah, them. Oh, yeah, you can okay. make a picture. Like, right. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have the picture, right? We mm-hmm. put it on the, the light box, right? I put my bulb in. You put your bulb in. This audience that's listening, everybody puts their bulb Correct. in. And we cut it on. And it's illuminated. Mm-hmm. But there's still space for others to put their bulb in. hmm for it to be an even brighter light. Mm-hmm. So, I agree. I agree. It's it's almost <laughs> like you you need every piece of the puzzle to tell the full picture. Correct. You may can get a gist of what you're doing if Correct. you have majority of the pieces, but if you're missing that substantial piece in this corner, or you're missing the piece over here that might have shown you a cloud that you may have not noticed. Correct. You need every single piece of the puzzle, and we're all pieces of one bigger puzzle. And we all need each other. I think that's one of the biggest things that we all run into, which is why self-development is so empowerful. Because if you're not developing your mind, if you're not developing your perspective, you will be closed off to where you fall in on the puzzle. Well, it's like links, right? Right. Like I link to you, you link to her, him, she, the, them, whatever. Correct. But you're only as strong as your weakest link, right? Only, only. And that... Is personalized for your circle, right? Absolutely. I don't surround myself with people that can't teach me or people that can't relate. Correct. Um, because I think that relatability strengthens the connection. Or open to relate. Because I think we all Correct. can relate, but some people are just closed off to wanting to relate. And they don't see where they can relate in their own Correct. terms, right? Correct. Correct. So when I look at people not living in their purpose, it almost acts as fuel for me to continue to live mine. Absolutely. Because maybe somebody is waiting on me, and I don't know it. Because you never really know how much (laughs) somebody needs you. (laughs) And I've been in positions where people I do not know, and I'll be honest with you, I didn't receive it well, Mm -hmm. but I didn't know that this person needed me. I never met her a day before in my life. She was a coworker, you know what I'm saying? Like we weren't really mm-hmm. buddy buddy or nothing like that. Like I'm clocking in, getting my paper, and I'm going home. Like Correct. I don't see you, sis. Correct. Um, but it wasn't until something happened at work, and one of my other coworkers who I was close with mm-hmm. walks by, and I'm explaining the story, and I'm going off because I'm like I'm so aggravated. She did blah 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 blah. I'm reacting, and. My other co-worker passed him by. She's like, well, you never know how much somebody really needs you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, the girl attached herself to me. Damn near implanted herself to me. And I'm just like, I was raised to be such an individual. We'll get into that another day. (laughs) I was raised to be such an individual that Mm -hmm. I really was only thinking of, of myself. Correct. 
such the paradox we've mm-hmm. arrived at, right? Correct. Here it is. I want to touch millions of people, but here it is. I'm telling you, I'm thinking of myself, <laughs> right? Um, but at that point, mm-hmm. I'm like, you're not my responsibility. Like, this, this, is, this ain't got nothing to do with me. Right. But when I shifted my perspective to understand, maybe she does need you. And maybe it has nothing to do with the fact that you don't know her. Mm. But maybe she does need you. Correct. And I think about the Bible life. This person had to happen. They had a kid. This is the son. Now that son had another son. And when we look at the ancestors, all of those things needed to happen for me to be here and for me to arrive at this point. Absolutely. So that also challenged my paradigm of what a connection is. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because some people really need you. Absolutely. So full circle, we need y'all light, y'all. Come on. Absolutely. So turn it on. <laughs> um, and then, like, that just, I mean, like, so you, you, you hitting everything right on the head. I mean, even the fact of you, we literally need everybody. But at the same time, if you aren't working on yourself, you're no good to everybody else. Mm. So, yes, we do need every puzzle in the piece, but we need every piece of that puzzle working on itself. To be the best version of that piece, so that when they when we put all these pieces together, we got the best picture we could ever make. You know what I'm saying? So, it's just to me that like everything is a, re- a defining and refining moment. Like, Correct. We literally have to go through the fire to get pure. Like, Correct. We have to burn off those those negative things. We have to burn off those impurities in order to become pure. You know what I mean? So it's just you know this is so this is why I have these conversations. We you know we have these conversations off the mic on the mic we'll have All more the of these of course i'm pretty sure y'all tapping in y'all are enjoying this conversation as well but so we can wrap up i have five quick fire well, i don't know how quick they are depending on your your, your responses <laughs> they could be they could be slower but i have five quick maybe even six i got one more i throw in there um just because you brought up something about passion and purpose so i'll throw that in as well so the first thing that comes to your mind when I ask you these questions, okay. go with your gut feeling. Okay, if you want to elaborate, you can. <laughs> if you don't, we just go to the next question. Okay? I'll tell you that. We got 10 because I'm going to do five of these out of perspective. Then I have some kind of fun questions oh, to kind of wrap Lord. up. So, <laughs> in a relationship, what matters more to you, love or respect? Shrug your shoulders I just asked the questions. <laughs> <laughs> I just asked the questions. So, yeah. oh God, I'm a lover of love. Mm-hmm. So I'm always going to think about love being the most important. And I say that because in my mind, right, I think that if you love someone, that should also come with respect. Mm-hmm. Because if it doesn't, then it's not love. Mm. Okay. If I love you, that comes... that. Love is just the name on the package of so many other things, right? Okay. So if I love you, I, I care about you. Mm-hmm. I'm conscious of you because I'm thinking of you. Mm-hmm. Um, I respect you mm. because there's love there. Correct. Right? Um, love to me is not um, and should not be limited to an emotion, mm. but a verb. Because love is what we do, right? Correct. For instance, why did you do X, Y, and Z? Oh, because I loved him. So I did it, right? Right. So I think about love 
trumping all, and I know that sounds like a cliche, mm-hmm. but if I genuinely love you, which can vary, mm-hmm. you know, for how people perceive what love to be. But for me, if I genuinely love you, that's like the ultimate party package plan. Correct. Correct. It's gold. Period. Okay. I like that. <laughs> These are easy questions. We make them hard based on how we want to explain them, but they're very easy questions. In a friendship, this is question number two, which matters more, loyalty or trust? Trust. And here's why I say that. Your audience is about to rip me apart. <laughs> um, the reason why I say that trust is more important because loyalty isn't something that I ask for. Hmm. I'll say that again. Loyalty is not something that I ask for. Correct. And here's why. <laughs> um, I'm connected to people that are loyal. Mm-hmm. And for me, being loyal happens two ways. Either you are loyal at your core, meaning regardless of what happened, this is always going to be me because at my core, this is who I am. It is a fixed Correct. trait. Correct. Or you are loyal situationally. Mm. Depending on the situation depends on what level of loyalty you're going to get out of me. Right. I am the former, so I set out to attract the former, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So if you're loyal, period, just because of who you are at your core, then I don't have to ask for it, but I do need trust. That's a fact. That's a fact. I love that. <laughs> I, I, I mean, they're kind of... I mean, your answer is your answer. I look at my perspective on loyalty and trust is loyalty is blind trust. If I'm loyal to you, then I'm blindly trusting that you would never cross me. You would never do anything to to take advantage of me. But trust is trust. Correct. I can trust a snake to bite me because that's what snakes do. I'm trusting you to be who you are. I can trust a robber to rob me. But I'm not expecting a robber to be loyal to me. Correct. But I can trust the fact that they that's what they're going to do. So I'm going to make sure I'm not putting myself in a position to be robbed. Correct. Or bitten by a snake or killed by a killer. Or Correct. So on and so forth. So it's beautiful. I like how you, I like you brought that up. To you, what's the difference between faith and hope? Okay. So I think the best way to explain this is to illustrate okay um because i'm a visual person understood so me too i need words to create the vision mm-hmm. hope hope is like wanting a as a child wanting a toy so bad mm-hmm. right <laughs> that you sit here and you make a list and you write a letter to santa claus mm-hmm. and you're like Ah, uh, Santa, I really want Malibu Barbie because she popping, and I like Malibu, so oh, that's what I want, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And you just hope and hope and hope and hope and hope, right? Christmas comes. You look under the tree. Malibu done bounce with Ken because she not there. Right. She's not there. Correct. Right? So mm, you set your hopes high. And now you're disappointed Mm -hmm. because you didn't get what you hoped for. Right. 
Conversely, faith operates differently. Mm-hmm. You're a kid. It is Christmas. And maybe you don't have the best financial structure, right? Maybe your parents have struggled, right? And you can see this by mm, smaller meals being prepared. The cupboards are not as filled as you know that other kids talk about in school, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But you have faith that your parents are going to make Christmas happen for you. Even against all of the things that are working against your plan to Mm -hmm. have Christmas, you have faith. You cannot see that it will happen. Right. You have nothing that is going to motivate you into thinking that it could happen other than something inside of you that is putting forth all of this action for you to have faith. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you're like, you know what? I know my parents are broke. We don't have the best situation, but I'm still going to have faith in knowing that Christmas is going to happen. Mm -hmm. So you wake up the next day. And Christmas is there. So, to summarize it, hope is like wishing Mm. for something to happen. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I wish I was skinnier. I wish I had more hair. Mm -hmm. Or I I wish I made this type of money. Mm -hmm. But faith. Faith is like taking the first step on a staircase you can't see. Mm -hmm. You walk by faith, right? right? Faith is putting your trust that a higher power is conspiring to deliver what it is that you're putting your focus on, your attention, and your beliefs on. Mm-hmm. So for me, we don't do hope over here because we don't need to wish. <laughs> Correct. We are master manifestors, right? right? So we operate on the principle of faith. No, I, I can't see the million dollars right now. Mm-hmm. But something in my body is telling me I'm going to get there. Something in my body will not quiet down because I've been activated. The alarm is ringing loudly and I can't turn back. So I have faith Mm -hmm. in myself. I have faith in what it is that I'm producing. I have faith that this is going to go maybe even beyond the constraints. Maybe beyond the limitations. But we have faith. Because we don't need to wish for it to happen. We are setting out and standing firm mm-hmm. that it is going to happen. Absolutely. That, that was beautiful the way you brought that up. There's <laughs> nothing I can add to that <laughs> at all but to add another question. Um, this may be an easy, easy, easier question. Which is stronger, fear or love? Very interesting. Very interesting. Very complex. I'm going to say that this is like, for me, it's like a crucial question because it's the dance, the song the, the song and dance that we all battle with on a constant the daily basis. It's but to you, yes. which has the most power? Um... I think love has more of the power because I have seen great things done in the name of love, Mm. 
But those great things were not always positive things, Mm -hmm. but they were great as far as their magnitude, right? Mm -hmm. We look at the Ku Klux Klan. Mm -hmm. They often reference the Bible, which is supposed to be based off of love, Mm -hmm. right? Because Jesus died for us, right? Right. So the Ku Klux Klan often, I actually watch a few of their interviews, they often reference the Bible. Mm Mm-hmm. To justify what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Think about suicide bombers. Mm-hmm. Some of them have referenced the Quran mm-hmm. for what they are doing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I see people going crazy off of love. Mm-hmm. Like, why did you kill this person? Because I loved her so much I couldn't stand to see her with somebody else. Right. Love has been the source of blame mm. or the source of justification for many great things, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I think that love is stronger. Um, and the only reason why I wavered with this a little bit is because fear versus love comes down to heart versus mind, right? Mm. Your emotions can put you (laughs) in some situations (laughs) some situations right but the mind is so powerful right it is terrifying how powerful the mind is Mm -hmm. and that is where fear is born it is born in the mind right your mind on top correct it is born in the mind right and it's like every love, everybody's level of fear is different. Correct. You know, this all depends on how strong or how weak your mind is, or Correct. how how personal that that situation is. Correct. So I would definitely have to err on the side of love because even if I put both of them together, mm-hmm. say say me and you are married, right? Mm-hmm. I love you. We're together. We have a family, right? And say. Somebody comes into our house, our mansion, because we millionaires over Big here. Time. Somebody comes into our mansion, right? Mm-hmm. And I wake up, and they have you under duress. And there is a gun to your head, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm terrified because, one, there's a threat in front of me that I have already talked myself out of being able to handle, which is the robber. Right. But two, here is my husband. In the rest, mm-hmm. right? So I'm fearful, which may influence me to comply with the demands, mm-hmm. but I'm fearful. However, the love that I have for you influences me to protect you at all costs. And then on top of that, I'm a woman. Absolutely. We naturally protect. Mm-hmm. We'll get there later, y'all. Mm-hmm. But we naturally protect. Mm-hmm. So which one you think is going to propel me to make sure that you're safe? I can easily put that fear aside because how much I love you will always surpass that fear for me. But that's just for me. Some people are not strong enough to combat that fear. But would I take that chance? Absolutely, because this is my husband. Mm -hmm. I love this person. And that love is what gives me courage right which is the antidote for the fear absolutely 
I'm 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 the type of person that kind of believes that fear is not real. So love is what you ground yourself on. Mm-hmm. If you ground yourself on fear, it's like grounding yourself on water. Correct. You can throw the rope on there. It ain't gonna, you don't tie it to anything. Where you gonna go? You know what I mean? So I kind of feel like fear only exists if you want it to exist. Correct. But on the other side of that, you can't have love without fear. The reason I say that is because you may love someone so much that you have a fear of displeasing them. You may love your children so much that you fear quitting a job or you fear losing a way of making some food or being able to bring some money home to pay the rent. You fear putting your children in a position that they will look at you as you're not worth anything. So I almost feel like in the human experience, we need fear just as much as we need love because fear almost forms a protection around us. Because if you didn't wasn't scared to go hungry, people would be going hungry every day. Hmm. But a lot of people are so afraid of what it feels like to be broke, they do everything in their way to become successful. The same way you have some individuals in their mind do everything possible to not be successful Mm -hmm. because they are afraid of what's going to happen when they're successful. Mm -hmm. So they do everything to sabotage it. I was one of those people. Like, I I know what I want to be. I know where I want to go. But my fear of success is preventing me from going there because I don't want what comes with the success. You actually were fearing yourself in that example. Absolutely. You feared it because not often do we get a preview of who we're going to be. Mm-hmm. And that's what spooked you. Absolutely. And also on top of that would be, I also love the people that I affect now. And I fear that if I become overly successful, I lose these people. Well, you never will truly lose them, right? Because right. if energy is neither created nor destroyed, Correct. the same energy in those bodies will still be replaced on different levels. Absolutely. They are, they're going to come to you. You're just required to do what you need to do to make sure that they can right. find you. Making sure that your light is cut on. Correct. Which then reiterates that fear is fake. Correct. Because you fear that you're going to lose something that you don't really have. These people Correct. aren't mine. These things that I call a support system borrowed. is not mine. Everything is literally, like you said, borrowed. It's lended to you. And it's just a reaction. It's all. That's all it is. You've done something in which the reaction is these people, these people are showing here. up Correct. at this pivotal time in space. Correct. In your space. Correct. That's why they're showing up. Because you've done something. Maybe, hell, me and you are right here in our mobile studio shooting this podcast right right what if a passerby sees us correct we don't know who this person is but what if they needed to see us to propel them to go forward with doing something similar that they wanted to do right there's like you said in unconventional ways to develop correct if you want to do it you'll find a way you'll find a room you'll book it because that's what it boils down to either you want to or you, or you don't. don't. Correct. Hmm. That's 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 a great way to to kind of wrap this up. So, <laughs> as you already know, Nanya, it's always a pleasure to have a conversation with you. I appreciate you coming to the Silent Conversations podcast and sharing your perspective. Of course, you're a 
family member, so you can always come through whenever you want to. <laughs> um, I appreciate what you what you bring to the table. I'm pretty sure. I have faith. I'm not going to say I'm pretty sure. I have faith that everyone tapped in right now is going to take something valuable from what you brought to the table as well so that they can continue to take value from you. What would you like to tell the people? How can they get in contact with you? What do you have going on? What should be highlighted? <laughs> I'm a ghost. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> like fear. She doesn't exist. Pew. Um... <laughs> Oh, why did you say that? I'm like um, like a point guard. I like to throw alley-oops. So They'll, I just wanted to but, throw one to you and see what you do with it. I've never been athletic a day before in my life. Let me put that out there. Um, but this is mental gymnastics. <laughs> <laughs> How do they get in contact with me? Um, they can reach me on IG. I am live underscore laugh underscore queen underscore Nani, N-O-N-I. I'm always tapped in there, um, which also has like my other handles and things of that nature. But the most important part of this is go on IG, open, feel so good skin. Type that in your little search bar and tap that follow button. Because we will be launching soon. Tap in. Those <laughs> feel so good skin. Everything's spelled normal. No funny characters. Nope. No no, ex- no exclamation points Mm-mm. for the eyes and all of nope. those type of things. Okay. Feel so good skin on Instagram. Go follow that. It's probably going to be... Um, I don't know how to put this. And it's not going to be probably. It's going to be the next biggest skin product line that's going to be out there. We're going to go ahead and claim that now. Claim You see what I'm saying? But, yes, I appreciate you, Nani. If there's one last thing that you would like to share to anyone on their journey of self-development, what would it be? While you're on your self-development journey, here's the thing, right? Because you want to be on your journey, the veil is gone. So when we are born into this world, there is a veil over our eyes. Hell, as a baby, fresh out. Mm -hmm. You can't see. Your vision is blurry. You can only see things close to you, right? Your mom. And that's a survival tactic, right? But as you go further, and the more that you're confronted with the truth, Mm -hmm. that veil removes itself each and every time, bit by bit. So when you are on your self-development journey, the veil is lifted. And the responsibility with that veil being lifted is once you realize the truth about all nouns, people, places, and things, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You can't turn back. (laughs) You can't go back. Nope. So this is not to scare anybody or to psych anybody out, but whatever it is that you're trying to develop on, stick to it. Stay with it. Even if you grow in different directions, like a a weed or whatever, stick to it. There's Mm -hmm. going to be so much that you learn during self-development and understand that it's never ending. There are days where it's sunshine and rainbows and it feels great. Mm -hmm. But there are days where true to growth's true nature, Mm -hmm. it gets uncomfortable. You're going to be challenged. You're going to be, you're going to fail. Multiple times, 
Right. And it's not truly a failure. It's just, hey, I tried to do something in this way, just didn't give me the outcome. Now I have to find a different way. But stick to it and stay with it. It is so rewarding. And any time that you feel like giving up, keep in the forefront of your mind while you're doing it because the world needs your light. Absolutely. I don't think it gets any better than that. Um, I don't know how to really follow that up. I mean, outside of what we always do, I just want to always share a quote with you all. So I wasn't really sure how we was going to name this episode, but I'm looking at my quotes that I have, and we're going to end it off with this one. It's kind of what, what Nani spoke on. So you are only, excuse me, you are only as strong as your weakest thought. Thoughts are powerful. Thoughts are things. Everything that you see started in the mind. So understand that we want to be aware of what we're thinking about. We want to always be developing our mindset and the things that we think about and focus on so that our weakest thought will ultimately be one of the strongest things that we can use to propel us forward in our self-development journey. Indeed. So again, thank you, Nani, for tapping in. This is the Silent Conversations podcast. We're here every Saturday. Um, if you can't find us, you're not looking hard enough. But as always, shining out. Think, learn, and grow. That's the only thing that we can do. Everything living is growing. So we have to continue to move forward. If you're not learning, you're dying. But if you are learning, you're growing. So let's share peace, positivity, and perspective with everyone we come across with. And as always... See you next time.